0: The Money Show, ad feature,
1: with Andy Rice. Andy Rice, uh, let's talk about Austell magazine, um, magazines, medicines. Um, They might as well be selling magazines. You see, the advert didn't work. But this idea of medicine with a conscience, it sounds lovely. It's the sort of medicine I'd want to take. No bitter pills anywhere.
0: Good evening, Bruce. How are you? I hope you're well. Um, Yes, Austell a brand I wasn't familiar with. It's a relatively new uh, entry into the pharmaceutical category. Um, but they are running a television campaign at the moment to uh, bring people up to speed with their, their role in the pharmaceutical world. And um, they have a line that uh, you just read, um, medicine with a conscience. That appears to be their, their theme that runs through all their communications it's on their websites and other places. Now, if you think about the um, reception area of most large companies, um, you'll find somewhere on the wall behind the receptionist, perhaps above the front door, there'll be a beautifully framed set of corporate values. And these kind of, um, uh, I mean, always, they always tend to be the same sort of word respect um, and innovation. Uh, and, and in, innovation. Now, that's an interesting one because there I would actually, I'm going to go back on my own argument, but what I what I believe is that the vast majority of these sets of values um, are actually um, just so much words on a, on a piece of paper, so many words on a piece of paper. Um, they, my sort of easy way, I hope, of, of establishing whether these values really do have any, any value in, in a business is whether the opposite of them could also be a valid value. So you've just mentioned uh, innovation. Now, innovation is one of the few words um, that you find on those framed uh, um, value statements, which does indeed, uh, I think, qualify, because the opposite, which would, I presume, be conservatism or caution, would be a a valid business strategy as well. Because the only purpose of these these value statements is to guide staff in what to do. Um, And when they get to a crossroads of decisions, they go left or, or do they go right now in the case of innovation versus versus caution or or conservatism i think that's a good clear decision if you are an innovative company it'll tell you to go and and, and act in that manner whereas to tell someone we're a company with a con- with a conscience particularly a medicinal pharmaceutical company seems to me strange well, who isn't going to express some form of conscience and it's just yet another of these platitudes that ends up as i say framed in reception but i'm not i'm not certain it's it's making the slightest difference you you uh, wouldn't i think be in your pharmacy saying now which one of these um analgesics has got a better conscience you know even, even the most qualified of pharmacists would, would struggle to
1: answer that question uh, so, i wonder if it's, it's got t- something to do andy with the, with animal testing and all of that sort of stuff but then they need to explain it better uh, because medicine can't exactly. have a conscience. The company can have a public conscience, that's fine, but a medicine has it, it's, inert, it, its chemical matter. Um, it doesn't have yeah. a conscience.
0: I think your, your um, uh, reference to animal testing, etc., is entirely appropriate, because if you take the brand that led that uh, anti-animal testing drive many years ago, The Body Shop, Yes. Um they they throughout their early years had long uh, interviews um with with management. What was her name? Anita Anita Robert, Roddick. Anita,
1: Anita Roddick. Roddick,
0: yes. yes. Um and she was forever in the media explaining the, the, the policies and the practical implementations of the of their um, anti testing philosophy. If you'd simply say Good for animals. That's going to you're going to lead up the wrong path with that one. So I I do think you you need to do more than just say uh, we we manufacture medicine with a conscience. What on earth does that mean?
1: Okay, no, I think it's a good point. You've really got to... Words matter, and they matter so specifically, particularly when you're building a brand and particularly when you're trying to build an image. And if you make tough choices with your words, they're very hard to back away from, Andy, um, and they're very hard to undo. It's like saying things when you've had a glass of wine at Christmas lunch that you wish you hadn't said, but everybody remembers for the next 10 Christmas lunches. That's how serious it is, getting it wrong in the world of branding and and marketing. Now, I must confess, Andy, I'm surprised by this week's Hero, and maybe I'll get it this time when I listen to it, but I watched this week's Hero advert with a degree of interest, um, and I understood the partnership and the correlation, but I just didn't get the advert. Um, and I'm afraid I don't have that advert for whatever reason. Um, thank you, producers, for that. But it's the Savannah collaboration with ABSA um it does explain the the ad to me if you would
0: um savannah's association with nanda sorry bruce just to, to
1: what did i maybe
0: say I, her. I thought you said absolute but i might be wrong
1: i might have actually because um, i've got apps on the brain because i've got a new chief executive and it's all um, it, it's all <laughs> lovely
0: well this is, this is the marketing world's uh, attempt to make one plus one equal three and it's a, a, a philosophy called co-branding or sometimes co-marketing depending on the sort of in intensity of the of the strategy and it's where you take two brands they may or may not be connected with each other already but you take two brands that, that have similar profiles in terms of their audience and in terms of their personality and in terms of their character and if you can link the one with the other, then you may well find that that magical one plus one in terms of market share, perhaps, or in terms of awareness or brand attribute association, all of the various measures. You may find that it's a it's a good way to elevate both brands in in some of those metrics um, by by having a common strategy. In certain fields, it's been going on for, for quite some time. I mean, you can think about confectionery, for instance. I think that that uh, Milky Bar with jelly tops uh, in, embedded would be two brands that are logically similar, or Ice Cream with Bar One. Those those confectionery and, and uh, treat brands have been doing this for a while. But here we have an instance where Savannah, which comes from Distel, and Nando's, which comes obviously from Nando's themselves, and, and have no commercial connection. Um, Savannah has, and it's very weighted towards Savannah, but Savannah have... Created a commercial about this un- unbelievably um, uh, stylish uh, individual who's striding through the bar. You can just see his his his, his boots only. Um, and funnily enough, it reminded me of the chicken licking campaign of about a year ago, which we featured on this show, which spoke which which was a spoof on um, Night Rider on Michael Knight. I don't yes. know whether you remember that chicken. Well, what we have here is is a Savannah um, uh, persona, if you like, striding into into Nando's, um, and this is a character with the wonderful name of Chakalakra Norris, and he is <laughs> <laughs> he is mega cool. He's one one spicy dude, as the language would go. That's, that tripped off my tongue quite well, I thought, um, and um it's basically he is so there are a number of little vignettes and he is so spicy that his um his uh, his siri device um uh, cowers in his presence uh, he but most of all the final vignette is that um he eats nando's uh, he drinks savannah when he eats nando's and vice versa and that's i think it's a fair comparison of the two because the uh, I think the persona of of the of both brands is is a little bit um, irreverent, a little bit humorous, a little bit uh, rocking the boat and taking risks. All of those things I think are characteristics that are shown equally by um, Nando's and um, uh, and and Savannah. But I don't think the ad itself is particularly uh, mind blowing. I have to be honest. But I, so why I'm giving them a hero is because of their courage, I think, and their, their innovation rather than conservatism in moving into a field of co-branding of, between a cider, an alcoholic beverage, and a and a, a food restaurant. Uh, um, I and, could see, and see and where they were I, going
1: I could see where they were going with it, but I didn't think it was executed marvelously. I did prefer I mean, if you're going to collaborate, even under duress, uh, the Santam and uh, Nando's rivalry of a couple of years ago with the Ben Kingsley look-alike or was it Ben Kingsley really? I yes. can't remember. Um, and it was just this taking the mickey out of each other and having a little bit of fun and challenging each other in campaigns and racing to the next campaign was a huge amount more fun and creative. But hey, Savannah and Nando's, a bit of a tie-up nice to see um th- your zero goes on a vaccine ad which has bombed in your view yeah I, i'm not
0: even sure necessarily that it, it's it's an advertisement it doesn't say advertisement at the top of it so it, 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 it doesn't meet the requirements of declaring you're an advertisement um if, if there's any suggestion that you might not be now this is um you you mentioned the headline in business day today 13 million rands worth of of uh, of jabs have uh, to be destroyed because they've reached their sell by date and they're they're uh, no longer e- guaranteed effic- efficacious if that's the word. Um, and uh, I, this just, I'm afraid, I I had more or less said to myself, I will I will stop moaning about the appalling uh, advertising that's being done or the lack of advertising that's being done in terms of of the whole COVID nineteen story, the journey through through testing and vaccination. But I can't. I can't ignore this because here we have a full page uh, taken up by an organisation that appears to be called the Global Vaccine Equity Call to Action. It's an NGO, and this was full page in in the most expensive newspaper in the country. uh, About five hundred words, not a touch of art direction to be seen. And I just think to myself: Imagine if you took the... the, and, And by the way, it was talking about very specifically about the. Um, uh, unequal distribution of vaccines across the african continent and other other uh, parts of the world that have been denied what the europeans and americans got plenty of which is jabs um but i think that um what we what we have here is a very good example of the frankly communication garbage that um uh, that would characterised so much of the of the uh, COVID-19 campaigns. And I think it's just ironic that within a few days, the the two things are featuring in more or less the same newspapers, an uh, 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 unbelievably um, mind-numbing and and sleep-causing call to action from various people around the world um, and the, the revelation that 13 million rand's worth of vaccinated vaccines are being destroyed and I, I think that's just tragic and those 13 million should have been uh very much used by now we the problem should be one of, of insufficient stock not of excessive stock and there and so long as there's been no marketing campaigns drive further uptake i i which I there hasn't been and i don't believe that we reached a, some kind of a psychological ceiling where where um, no no further efficacy would be would be uh, created. It just it strikes me that that must be a massive waste of money, um, a waste of communication skills. And if you gave the challenge, gave the same budget, gave the same brief to any of our leading creative directors in South Africa, and asked them what would you come with, come up with if you had this amount of money going into this medium with this message, I guarantee that they would come up with some brilliant off-the-wall, but appropriate, visible communications,
1: unlike this one. Andy Rice, Heroes and Zeros, on a Tuesday night.